Well, we're continuing in Psalm 51. So if you turn with me to Psalm 51, we'll be reading verses 1 through 6, focusing just briefly on verse 6, God's inerrant word. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. O Lord, we ask now that your Spirit would fill our hearts as we have prayed, that we might hear your word and please you as we're about to partake of this communion table with you. May we come with right hearts to receive grace. And we ask this in the name of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, last week in verse 5, it also begins with behold, which is an exclamation. And, and David says, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. And he was saying basically, look, listen, I have not only been guilty of adultery and murder, but I have a murderous and adulterous heart by nature. I am by nature a sinner from birth. And now in verse 6, he says again, behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. So the Lord wants us to grow in him, brothers and sisters, and to be sanctified inwardly. He's talking about inward change at the heart level. And then to act in wisdom. Because our hearts have been changed. And the word desire here also could be understood as delight. That the Lord delights when his people want to learn and to walk in the truth. They want to be changed deep inside. Charles Spurgeon said, Always has the Holy One of Israel estimated men by their inner nature and not by their outward professions. To him, the inward is as visible as the outward, and he rightly judges that the essential character of an action lies in the motive of him who works it. First Samuel 16, 7 also clarifies this. Samuel the prophet was looking for a replacement for King Saul, and so he came to David's family, and the sons were walking before him, and he saw David's older brother Eliab, and he must have been really king-like, uh, because he, he said, uh, surely the Lord's anointed, and he was impressed by this man. But you all know what the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him or I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance. We do that very naturally. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. We are often greatly fooled, I believe, by outward appearances. It's very easy to be so. They are hard not to make too much of, I think. And yet we should, of course, not judge a book by its cover. And the Lord wants us to desire truth from the heart also. Again, he, is, he wants our hearts to be changed and conformed into the image of his Son. Calvin said, God desires truth in the inward parts, meaning that secret as well as outward and gross sins excite his displeasure. It's an interesting wording. Those sins, inward or outward, excite the displeasure of God. And he knows the inward more than anyone. We can't even know our own. The Pharisees, I believe, were content 
with an appearance of uh, outward righteousness. Luke 11, in Luke 11, there's a Pharisee that asked Jesus to come and dine with him at his, at his house. And so Jesus, said, Jesus went in, he sat down, and when the Pharisee saw this, he marveled, it says, that he did not first wash before dinner, not in the way that he did. And then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees make the outside of the cup and the dish clean, but your inward part is full of greed and wickedness. The Lord knew his inward part. Full of greed and wickedness. Foolish ones, he said. Did not he who made, made the outside make the inside also? Yes, the Lord made the inside also. And then the second part of this verse, back to the text, uh, chap, uh, verse 6, and it says, And in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. In that hidden part, the Lord will make us to know wisdom. Commentary said this uh, actually could be read uh, like a prayer. Make me, in other words, make me, Lord, to know wisdom in the hidden part, in my heart. Make me to know that. Make me to grow in the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. And another commentary said uh, this, this prayer might go something like, as nothing, this is an older English, as nothing will content thee but this perfect inward purity. In other words, that's what God desires. Nothing will content thee but this perfect inward purity. Do thou give me into my heart its fundamental pr principle, wisdom, or the fear of God. So David is desiring here truth and wisdom, the fear of the Lord, to be in his heart. Because that is what the Lord desires. And he had seen his own lack uh, and practice of the truth that he knew. And the lack of wisdom in his heart. That he could sin as he did. And he rightly went to the source of truth and wisdom in this request so that he would not sin again so egregiously as he had done. This should be, brothers and sisters, our hearts cry when we confess and repent that the Lord's truth would be much more in our minds and in our hearts and that his wisdom would, be, would much more guide us and keep us from temptation and from further sin. May it be, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we cry out like David. Help us to cry out more like that. Make us to know truth, Lord, and then to act with wisdom in the inner man with a growing fear of the Lord from the heart that our desire would be to know you and to please you. Oh Lord, make us to know truth in the inner man, in the hidden part, in the heart. And we ask for your grace to walk in righteousness and to desire your truth to be deep within us. We ask this in the name of he who is the way and the truth and the life, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.